Brewers 360, sponsored by Endry Solar and Electric. We are joined by Brewers Radio Network play-by-play man Jeff Levering, as we are every Wednesday morning. Thank you, sir, for joining us. You are quite welcome. Great to chat with you guys today. So are you on pins and needles waiting for game one? Yes, I can't wait. I mean, I watched that Red Sox Yankees game last night. I'm just, I'm just gunning for some postseason baseball. I can't wait to see it in person for the first time in two years. Yeah, Jeff. So David Stern spoke about that yesterday afternoon out at the ballpark, and he used the word electricity in terms of what he and his players are looking forward to. What do you think that environment's going to be like when Corbin Burns pats the ball for the first time at 3:35 on you know Friday afternoon? I think it's going to be right to that moment, Brian. Um, and I, I do think that it's going to be amazing. Uh, the, the Brewers haven't had a home playoff game since Game 7 of the NLCS in 2018. Um, and I, I think this, this fan base is going to go crazy for it. I, I think I think the crowd is it's already pretty much a sellout. I know that there's a couple of seats that are still available. Uh, but this this fan base is ready for it. And coming off the heels of what the Bucks did over the summer, um, they're just, they're just kind of championship hungry right now. How do you take the way the team played in the days since they clinched the division? Manager Craig Council very adamant about, you know, mission accomplished, we're relatively healthy, and that's the goal. Be ready for a long postseason run. Meanwhile, fans are going, this team couldn't beat anybody that wasn't named the New York Mets. Uh, where, where should we be headwise? I think that um, listening to Craig Council is usually a pretty good idea in terms of the mentality. I know just talking to the guys, and Colton Wong's the same. He's done the same thing with the Cardinals. They've clinched early. They take a couple of days off and get their heads right. You know, for me, it's it's hopefully they can flip the switch and, and turn things on when they need to, especially offensively. But when you have a team goal and that team goal is to win the division, it's really hard to fabricate another type of goal. Uh, you just can't start making things up if you're a manager or for your coaching staff or for guys to play for so I, I can understand where as soon as your goal is achieved your your headspace kind of uh, it, it just it just stops a little bit and you start that motor stops a little bit um, so I, I'm okay with it I know it didn't look good I know it was tough to broadcast at times but I think the Brewers are going to be in fine shape once the bell rings on Friday so Jeff Craig Council and David Stearns have until I think it's 10 o'clock on Friday morning to set their playoff lineup for this round what sorts of decisions do you think go into that process knowing that this is the group of guys you can use for the next five games then you have an opportunity to reset prior to the next series but what sorts of decisions do you think they're mulling over this week I'm certainly assuming that they're going over pitching matchups, what guys match up best against the Braves hitters, um, and vice versa with the uh, with the offensive group. What kind of guys do you want to have on the bench available? Uh, you you have a feeling what you want to do with your lineup each and every day, and depending if it's a lefty or a righty, who you're going to have available, who you're not. But it's it's the bench guys, it's those last couple of guys that you'd want on the bench. Uh, defensive replacement, a running replacement late in a ball game. Those are the things that you think about when you're filling out that 26-man roster. And and I'm sure that they will take until 9.59 and 49 seconds to, <laughs> to submit that roster. Brewers Radio Network play-by-play man Jeff Levering joining us live on WTMJ. Speaking about the playoffs in a broader sense, uh, we've got a game today that could see a team that won, what, 106 games during the course of the regular season get eliminated in one nine-inning stretch this afternoon, or I should say tonight when the Cardinals meet the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Is it time? I know there's a lot of talk about revamping this playoff format and going into this knowing that there is no perfect system. This one seems like it's got a flaw, or at least one that's being really exposed this time around. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I like how you're already giving the Cardinals the win because you just said when the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. Oh, um, I thought I said man, it, it's. <laughs> It's crazy. It, it is crazy that you work so hard all season long. You win 106 games. You tie a franchise record if you're the, the Dodgers, and you could be done in, in a day. And their roster is one that's built for more of a five- or a seven-game series to where they just outlast you because they have so much depth. Anything can happen in a one-game series. Um, and, I, you know, I kind of like the drama of it, and it puts more Im- impetus on winning the division. And, and it gives you that reward that you're already passing that wild card round. I think it's exciting. It's a game seven. Um, it is frustrating, yes, because you play series all year long, and then boom, here's one game. Um, it's like it's like March Madness. Any team can beat any team, and uh, and for me, I'm I kind of like the drama of it. I, I do. And and if you don't win your division, that's what you have to deal with. Last thing for you, Jeff. I'm curious if you've ever had a moment in the booth like this. Take a listen. The pitch to Stanton. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Out of the ballpark. A Stantonian home run. Now, what what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? He's at first base. So that was John Sterling on the Yankees radio network last night. He thought John Carlos Stanton cranked one over the Green Monster. It was just a long single. Have you ever been fooled by a home run like that? Um, no, no, but I could I could tell you that uh, being in the ballpark is really important. And those guys were not in the ballpark, mm-hmm. and seeing it live and in action um, does everybody a much better service to their to their industry. There was one time this year in, in the Brewers were in Arizona when Avisayo Garcia hit a ball to right in the first inning, and I thought he crushed it. Sounded good off the bat. I started to get a little ramped up for a home run call because the camera was focused on him in center field and he did a little bat toss and he looked into the dugout and then the right next shot is the right fielder coming in to make the catch so it never got out of the ballpark i never had the ball out of the ballpark but i was getting close yeah what, what's more reliable in terms of knowing when a ball is out of the ballpark short of it actually going over the wall watching the outfielder to see if you see his back or hearing it come off the bat uh, definitely watching the outfielder's reaction. Um, a couple of steps, fine, but usually when it comes off the bat, you know. Um, but but a good indicator is watching the outfielder. It's tough with the monster, though. I can get where John Sterling could have got a little fouled up yeah, there. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. And, and trust me, sir, I, I do not want the Cardinals to win today. I really don't. On the hearts of my children, I don't want the Cardinals to win today. If I said when they win. I guess I'm just so used to the Cardinals winning this month that it's in my DNA now. No, that's okay. I, there, there's no fault there. It's, and it wouldn't be a bad thing if they knocked out the Dodgers. Yeah, they got 106 wins. That's true. But uh, yeah. Cardinals. No. I know. Lesser of two evils. What do you want to do? Exactly. <laughs> Jeff will do it again soon. Take care, sir. All right. See you guys.